0: Yes, welcome to another huge edition of All In. This is week three, boys. Uh, We are back bigger, stronger, better than ever. Hopefully, we'll steer the punters into a few winners this week. A couple that might even get over the finish line, unlike Mumbai Muse, unfortunately. But uh, it is Blue Diamond Stakes Day down there at Caulfield, and this is where Louis does his best work. Good morning. What is it? Afternoon. Good afternoon, Louis Willoughby.
1: Don't know what time it is, Gano. It's Monday at some stage. I've been Pitch back in dark Gosford. Pitchback Dark. I've been in Gosford all weekend for the Roosters trial. Uh, it could be Friday at five o'clock for all I know. Gee, I wish it was too. Uh, <laughs> good weekend of racing. I had to catch up a bit this morning and, and watch a bit of it because I, I didn't get too much of it on Saturday. Uh, and there are a few little excuses I found for a few of them, some not for others. Mumbai Muse, I was hoping to see something big come up in the stewards report and it was just nothing 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 they're going to keep looking uh and i'm sure it was too bad to be true it was pulled yeah. up it was it was way too bad to be true but uh was too good lots to get through but i'm sure we'll get there
0: dino uh good afternoon to you
2: fellas yeah big weekend like we mentioned boy it's not just probably the one of note as well uh, one hour five lame and i'm unstoppable slow to recover they're probably the two that i found in the Sewards Report, a big weekend, plenty of talking points. Uh, but the big um, show, which is racing, rolls on, boys, Blue Diamond, probably one of the best Blue Diamonds I've seen. I think the top six or seven in the market are all really good horses. So good two-year-old bunch, keen to dissect
0: that race. Love that. And uh, just a bit of a recap on what we saw on the weekend. Uh, you touched on Mumbai Muse, a horse that I was keen on. It looked like it was going to loom at the 300 and put them away and just started going backwards. So not sure what happens with it. Uh, but a horse to follow there, Juvana. For me, in the first race, wow, we was impressive. But We sent it out this morning um, on, on radio suggesting 21 or $17 was a good price for it in the Champagne. Uh, I think it's a horse we need to follow, uh, not just this preparation, but into the future. It looks very, very talented. Louis, you got any horses to follow?
1: Yep. I think Atlantic was probably an obvious one for most. A little bit unlucky behind Samana, who's just gone to it. just keeps stepping up new levels to Samana. Um mm. The one I really wanted to follow, again, another obvious one, fangirl, but yeah, let's buy the buy. Uh, Espiona, who I thought was massive in the Black Caviar Lightning. I was saying this morning on Sky One, I, my, my hope for the preparation is that she would kind of steer away from uh, things like the new market and get out to a fourteen to 1,500-meter distance and try and miss a lot of those top-line sprinters like Imperatriz and, and so on. Whether that happens, I don't know. But wherever she does go, I think she's going to be cherry ripe up to the mark. You know, Chris Waller uh, not often has them up and flying first up. So if that was her not at 100%, it was a cracker run. Imperatries, and think about it, settled 1-2 in, in, in run. She gave them a big start and flew home. So You, you uh, can't possibly,
0: was- if you own that horse, you can't possibly steer away from the big races now. That was, that was mm. super.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's more state of the big races, but get them over further distances rather than sticking to 1,200s. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but she's flying. Love it. Dino? Yeah, plenty to cover. I thought learning to fly was terrific. Um,
2: I think she'll turn the tables on. Kimochi will better on in transit. Buckaroo was sneaky. I know you're liking authorised out of the Polo 2. And one out of the other fillies race. Um that we speak of was well, Steffi Magnetica back from last around home, better than tis Invincible. I uh, similar to uh the horse that you just message uh mentioned, sorry, Louie. Um hopefully steers away from the big ones. Cause I don't know if she can turn the tables on these. Hopefully it goes back to a lesser race and we can get the chocolates, but all they're the ones I want to follow. Get on know you had a couple.
0: Hasn't she had some bad luck, old Steffi, hey? <laughs> Dead set. Uh, yeah. Stable look, flying. Yeah, stable's absolutely flying for sure. And the was my was my top um, top horse to follow. Stick with that. Those you know, outside of the, the real obvious ones. Um, boys' ride of the week. I'm doing to throw one at you right now. Chad Schofield it was a losing ride, but uh, on learning to fly. Wow, mm-hmm. we pretty good, pretty good effort from uh, on horse. It's a high profile horse It's had its issues uh, and was near favorite um, to do what he did. Took a lot of guts and full credit to Chad Louis. Anything
1: I didn't mind. Jay Colt, same racing yep. with Camacho. Found a bit of an awkward spot from Barry Three. Never panicked. Uh, got off heels at a great time to expose her to win. So I thought that was a big win. And Damian Lane, that, right, a two-year-old in Flemington called Ardvar, mm, another one I spoke I about. Know. This was just the perfect example of how to properly handle a two-year-old when things don't go to plan A. Because if you start panicking, pushing up here, there, everywhere, it just they can all fall apart. Never panic. You missed the kick. Brought it in behind bums. When there was no gap, he didn't start shifting in and out, just waited, waited, knew a split would appear, did push the button and won. It's pretty obvious to see why he is uh, not just the best in Victoria at the moment, but easily one of the best we've got here in the country.
0: Do you know anything to add for uh, Ride of the Week? Anything catch your eye?
1: No,
2: I think you sum the up. Chad Scofield's probably the best losing ride you'll see. I thought uh, j Max ride on Redstone well was terrific as well. Didn't that um, hurt us? We buckled yeah.
0: it. We just wanted a bigger price. Drifts, we yeah. didn't back it. Like, just, yeah. just, just stupidity.
2: I, w- I wish he put in a stinker, to be honest. Just no, over, no, overcomplicate, over-complicate the game, can't we? Can yeah, we? you can. In run, I'm going,
0: you can't lose. He's just oh, no, nailed it. Did, did my head in. Uh, righto, let's have a look at the Blue Diamond Stakes, Louis, you Got any profiles, anything you want to talk about, or you just want to dive straight in?
1: Uh, well, I could, it just mentions um, the obvious form lines coming into this are the previews and the preludes. Not, money, not many who come through something else. Extreme Choice back in 2016 came through a chairman stake. Um, otherwise, Art- uh, Artorias was only through a two-year-old open class race. But otherwise, it's the preludes and the, and the previews. And as Dino mentioned off the top, last year, bit of an off year with the two-year-olds. This year, it is a very, very, very strong field. Can't wait to get into it.
0: Yeah, Red Hot, Common, $4.50, Bodyguard, $5, Lady of Camelot, 6 High Octane, $7, and these are 9 Stay focused, 13 And And uh, longer the rest, odds courtesy of Tab. Uh, remember what you could be buying instead, gamble responsibly, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Louis, you've got the new ball. Take it away.
1: I am going to stick with the ones I was with in the previews. I don't know why they are massive prices, and they are Kuro Yanagi and Matisse. I thought albeit beaten by uh, Hayasugi, I think it was, who was very good. I thought they were massive runs. This was in the Phillies' prelude. Kuriyanagi, massive chop out at 200 metres, lost all momentum trying to sneak up the fence, still had to pick up and just got nutted on the line behind the horse, the winner, Hayasugi, who had the momentum out wide. The other one, Matisse, who ran third, was so strong through the line, had quicker splits than the winner, and I, that's what you want to see, I think, leading into a group one final for these two-year-olds. You want strength through the line. You can often be caught out by horses who uh, go to the front and, and lead at a good tempo. And although they might win impressively, they're just paddling a touch late. And if the splits say it didn't go too quick, not I don't think they're the ones you want to be with. You know that they go fast in these races. You want horses who are strong late. What are they? $17, both of these, Curry and agi Matisse, $5 a place. It's a testament to how hot the field is, but, mm. oh, God, I've got to be all over them each way. A lot of respect to the top of the market. Obviously, Coleman, Bodyguard was a great win. High Octane, I think, has been disrespected a bit. It was super unlucky, as we know. You never really got a clear guide there. And $7, probably a good price to find out if it can bounce back. Uh, and these are another one, too, super special, $9. This is a great race, but I'm going to go with those two at $17, Dino. It's fascinating and we see so much in two yard races outside, out of sight, out of mind, sort of
2: set up here. Like Coleman obviously beat Aniza first up, looked impressive, albeit Aniza was sort of taken back, ridden quiet, and asked to run on. One's four dollar fifty favourite, Anisa's nine dollars. Like standing don't think there's that much between them. And then you look the same setup with bodyguard and stay focused. Bodyguard gets the slip on stay focused, who's three wide in the prelude. Stay Focus does a tough run second now. Bodyguards $5 and Stay focused 13 Interesting stat out of the boys. I think one of the last 13 years, uh, Male has gone on to win the prelude, then to win the Blue Diamond. That was written by. So maybe it's not the grace to lead up to win that race. I think the market has it pretty wrong at the moment. I think the bet in the race is Lady of Camelot, who ran the hands off the clock up here in Sydney. That has to be a strong form and high octane. I know we didn't see him last start. I thought he's really good first start. He just screams to me, going on horse with a high-pressure race, he'll be the strongest late, so I'd be happy to go with them too, but it is a proper blue diamond. Like you got Spywire, Fearless, others that you could definitely make the case, but Lady of Camelot, high-octane for me.
0: Yep, love it, Dina. I'm with Lady Camelot um, for many of the reasons you said before. You can you can really draw a line through Lady Camelot through Extreme Diva who basically followed Lady Camelot the entire race, and Lady Camelot absolutely spanked it, but at 3.5. Uh, then, then Extreme Divas come out, and I think... It was about one and a half off Switzerland. Who's meant to be like the boom horse, second favourite, the Golden Slipper? It just Frank's that form for me, uh, and therefore it's a Sydney form. Sydney form always stacks up down there this time of year, any time of year, to be frank. And I think Lady Camelot is the bet there, lads. You know what you're going to get. You're going to be up there on speed and out of trouble. And uh, this is a uh, this is a big ride for Hippo, I believe. So mm. it'll be uh, mm. it'll, it, he'll have a point Super. to prove board this horse and if this horse wins off to the slipper and uh mm. he, might, he might be waving goodbye to J mac and ryan Gee, Ward, it, that'd, be,
1: that'd be some story huh
0: that'd be some sort of narrative and that's what i think barriers
1: here.
2: barriers will make a, a big uh impact in this race well, i think what we probably summated there is that a lot of these horses there's not much between them this far out So i think barriers runs in transit the way the track's going to play is going to be huge like you look at spywire who's meant to line up like he ties in. He's pretty good in the two year old Magic Millions. Um oh, I think
0: it's a great race. It's a great race. Um Dino speaking of a great race as well. The futurity would have been, except Prior to Jenny won't be turning up. Mr. Brightside, ridiculously short now, like a dollar fifty odd, um, uh, Buffalo River attrition, Dom to shoot. Like I just don't want to hear that horse's name after what I did to Zaki. Ficking <laughs> like what do you, why are you just come back to haunt me? Barcelona, Munamek, Nugget, can any of these get within two lengths of Mr. Brightside, Dino?
2: I think the only possible issue with Brightside is flatness off that gut bust the first up run. Like he had to really dig deep. I remember the stable saying that he definitely felt the run and they went, put him there sort of off the back of two trials, which he needed them. So that's my only concern. But if you look at it on paper, he just wins the race.
1: So I uh, couldn't make a case for anything else. Could I take a fifty, Louis? Probably not. No, I agree. Uh, the thing with that concern is, though, it's, it's definite. The small field with now mm-hmm. not seemingly a lot of pressure, it probably takes that worryness yeah. of the second up flat away. Like if the, mm-hmm. if it was stepping into another high pressure event with loads of talent who can get close, then you start to go, "Oh, nah." But it's lobbing up in it in a pretty um, pretty low futurity. But speaking of Dom to Shoot, didn't mind a place bet on it. It's got a good fresh record. Second in a Group Two, least steer last preparation, then third in a Group One railway. I don't care what it did to any other horse. It may not be a bad place. You, I think you got to start looking at place bets, right? Because you're probably yep. getting more than a dollar fifty for something to place here, rather than a dollar fifty for Brightside to win. I don't know. That's, that's great. Yeah, like,
0: you're getting that two dollars a lot of these horses to place, mm. and some, that's a really good play, Lou. So give us a place tip, both of you. Um, don't be um, um,
2: Oh, I'd go. Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I'd probably go similar to on the Shoot.
0: Yep, I'll, I'll take Buffalo River. Um, mm. and uh, away we go. Right, Oakley Plate, Kings Gambit, three fifty, as four uh four fifty. Sharipa, six dollars, Benedetta nine dollars, After Cabin eleven dollars. Dino, your thoughts on the Oakley Plate?
2: I feel like you've got to be a jet of a two, uh, three-year-old to win a Group 1 against the Older Horses. I can't understand how Kings Gambit's favourite for this race. I want to pop all these three-year-olds. I think there's nothing between. Them. I don't think they're special at all. We saw Cylinder um, and I Am who obviously had a slight issue, run pretty poorly against Older Horses there on the weekend in the Lightning. So... I know probably the weight-wise, et cetera, et cetera, gets in really well, but I think Asaphore is the bet in this race. I thought she was terrific first up, off a fast tempo to the 600 metres and just sort of got carved up, in my opinion. I think if the winner doesn't come out, Carlos and run over the top, she wins that race. Um, SP profile, 1,100 metres, et etc. Et I think Asefora is the bet in the Oakley Plate. Louis?
1: Yeah, I agree with Asefora. You know, I've got a soft spot for her. Um, however... Look, the price is no good, but King's Gambit, I am going to take the opposite way and say that he can definitely, definitely win this race. It's a huge crack of thunder goes on. Uh, 50 kilos. So on the absolute minimum with the low rating, clearly had perhaps an issue leading into the spring, had the one trial down the track tipped out. You guys might know more than that than I, I don't really know. Two trials this preparation. They have been special, very, very sharp. Latest was against the Everest winner. Uh, it's much of a muchness, but it you wouldn't be off, you know, your kilter saying that it was perhaps a better trial than think about it. Uh, I think King, King's Gambit looks like it's flying and it's just that low weight. If it snags a good alley, again, the price at 350 at the moment is a no, uh, but on the day you maybe can get better and i think it could be a big bet i think king's gabbit is going very very well
0: love it yeah king's gabbit for me i was against that support off i did last start. i know dino likes it, i'm against it so we'll go head to head um i think king's game is really well weighted and well could come back bigger better stronger if it does i don't think they'll get near it hey um lads let's go to the silver slipper we'll head up to sydney and we've probably had 40 mils of rain in the last two hours here. It is a Monday, but mm. uh, the fair mm. chance we might be on a soft five, soft six uh, at some stage early early or late in the week and see how the weather dries out. But the silver slipper, well, let me just bring up the market here. Espionage 250 straight, charge 280. Looks like the Waterhouse Sport team have a stranglehold on an- yet another race. Castagna, a big price, $8. Erno's Cube, $8. Embassy 11s and longer the rest. Dino, why don't you kick us off for the silver slipper?
2: You know, I think it's a two horse race uh, between the two golf and um, duo. I love straight charge in the sense of um, when she was going to Queens and I was tipping her up to beat Stormboy in the Magic Millions tier. Probably a good thing that she didn't go, or he <laughs> didn't go there. Cause Stormboy absolutely teared him up. One trial compared to two trials for Espinage. I think Espinage is probably the better horse. I really like this profile. Breed's plate winner, sits off the speed, loved the trials, like I mentioned, um, I think it's probably the better horse. Do you want to take the price that you wait to race day and figure out the barriers? I think the one that's over the odds um, is probably Celerity, who probably didn't get the kindest run in transit for Godolphin, on debut. I think a jockey switched to a probably a jockey. I don't know Timmy Clark Rowe, but she's a horse that gets off to speed, Louis. So I think a jockey that's probably more accustomed to that would be a positive change. So no real bet for Miss Far Out, but I thought Celerity is one that's maybe over the odds.
0: Yep, love yeah, it. I'm
1: saying as you, Dino, I struggle to find something in this race. I think it's a great race, but I just, I just couldn't land on something strongly. If you had to throw one up, I've always had time for Erno's Cube, and perhaps it to place is not a bad bet. It's going to have the residual fitness from that two-year-old campaign, Magic Millions-wise. Go back two runs. It was second to straight charge, and by a good margin. But straight charge led a pretty slow tempo and Erno's Cube sat last and had to try and make up that ground, which it was never going to be able to do. I think a faster tempo on Saturday would suit and the trial it's had since that Magic Millions run, Jeff thought it was good. And it looks like they're trying to get it to sit closer in run, which I think is a positive as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Erno's Cube came out and run a race. Is it going to be a genuine tip for the show? Probably not.
0: Love it, lads. Um, Found it hard. You got those two horses up on top that have got to come back and do it. And you got Castagna there eight dollars. So if to force my hand, Castagna the eight dollars. What we'll do know what we will know is we'll learn a lot more from this race. We'll, we'll see how these mm. four lines stack up. We'll mm. see how the Switzerland four line stacks up with Castagna who came out and won. Um yeah, be really, really interesting. So th- we will learn a lot from this, and that's really important moving forward. Probably more important than the blue diamond in regards to a slipper um being the silver slipper. Right, uh Best all-in play of the weekend, Louis. Kick us off.
1: Yep, I'm going to say King's Gambit. Um, King's Gambit on the day. If you want to take a price now for an all-in show, the each-way bets on Curry and and Matisse in the Blue Diamond. But come the day, I think uh, King's Gambit will be the bet. But, um, yeah, really keen. Really keen to get involved. Just quickly with that silver slip. But don't... And I know, you know, it's probably obvious, the silver slipper should be a good one for the golden slipper. It is. Four of the last, I think, eight winners or seven winners have come through it, but not for a few years. So it's kind mm. of slipped off the radar the last few years. But mm. don't forget, this has been a real stepping stone for a few. Uh, you go back and look at She Will Rain, Esther Jarb, uh, and and all came through it. So, yeah, don't forget that silver slipper.
2: Love that, Dino. Terrific race, and we're at Hill too. Remember, punters, that 11 meter start tight turning. Um, my best all-in play: I'm going to take Louis on. I'm going to go uh, Asaphora in the Oakley play. I think it's a hard weekend in the sense of value. Love the Blue Diamond, but there's a couple I want to back. So my best all-in play: Gano is Asaphora in the Oakley play.
0: Yeah, found it near impossible to to you know find a best, but Lady Camelot will be it. I just think brings the strongest form lines, fastest horse, mm-hmm. and it'd be catch me if you can back at Caulfield. I assume on a dry deck, a rail true. Um, I think it might have a little bit of favours there. Uh, what do we got in regards to midweek uh plays there, fellas? I got one at Wyong Tuesday, race three number four, Tom Cruising. Uh this horse goes from a class one um mm. back to a maiden grade at the mile. And well, pretty moderate opposition. It was pretty good uh last start. Granted it was an hour um class one set weights, but I think this is a this is a very winnable race for this horse for Kerry Parker and around a five dollar mark. Good bet, Dino?
2: Yep, I like that. I'll the favourite in that race was probably up against it. I know it's mm. a better horse, but it's going to get back to last. Your horse will be up on speed, a running along. Mine comes up on Wednesday at Sandown. Sandown race two, number three, lost. Should have won first up. Complete boat race. Any little bit of tempo, slightest bit of tempo, it wins that race. I think it will be winning second up from gate three, Louis.
1: Yep, I will go Sandown race four, number four, Ostmar. No odds yet to get off and runner. Um... It was good last start running second. They've got Mark Zara to ride from Barrier Eight, so that's the one I'm keen to be with. Hey, gents, by the way, congratulations to both of you. We made it through the entire podcast, and no one mentioned Jimmy Starr. I'm so proud. of oh, you, What mate. have you done? Unreal, <laughs> unreal. Because <laughs> if I had to talk, if I had to hear people talk about that horse one more time, my head was going to explode.
0: Well, Louis, <laughs> Just- we did it for you, and um, full credit to you, Dino, for not bringing it up. Hey, uh, lads. Mm. Good fun. Make sure you go to the dot com. search me again. And if you want my stuff, you can go to uh, Sky Racing pretty much every hour of the day and you see Louie's head. Um, morning line, Lou? Yes. Yep. that's it. The morning line in the mornings, naturally. Mm. <laughs> and Dean Watling, <laughs> com. Yes, absolutely. Every other publication in Australia. right? it's been an absolute barrel of laughs. Good fun. Let us know who you think is going to win the Blue Diamond. Dino, yes. there's a bloke on there that tipped the winner. Uh, He might need a hat. He might need a, a, a .com yeah. hat or something like that. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> Louie's about to... uh well, Louie's hungry. Is Louie's is hungry. Hey, hungry. <laughs> 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 a little bit going on oh, there, oh, so hey. Hey, before well, we go, a... what did, um, did Robo say about your chooks? Obviously, you're up there in the inner sanctum amongst all the boys. And uh, mm. what were your thoughts? Tupu couldn't catch a cold in the first five, you know, five minutes of the game. But, geez, you love him.
1: Yeah, I, of course I do. He's one of the best finishers in our earlier. I've told you that. Look, if, if the Roosters were a horse, we, we were a group one horse going into the trial. But we never trial any well. We save, it, we save it for the back end of the preparation when the big group ones come around. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't back his first up either. Um, you, we were we a,
0: we're like a top Maguire slipping the uh, stable hand a bit of cash, aren't we? Yeah,
1: yeah we, <laughs> we, we we were not very impressive against a manly side that had absolutely zero first grade. I'll tell you, but it was a great weekend. I actually didn't see much of the footy if I'm being honest.
0: There you go. There's, there no, you go.
1: there's no prize money at the trials, is there, Lou? No, Guys, a hundred grand on offer for that pre-season challenge, Dean. Don't, uh, don't uh, sneeze at the oh, pre-season oh, challenge. a oh, hundred grand
0: sombrero sort of will yeah, yeah, t- do. Until <laughs> next week, lads. It's been a ball. Cheers.